Hello. Hello, Internet. What up? Well, welcome. Welcome back to the Cthulhu Files. Dice Lore's Pulp Cthulhu actual play with themes of horror, gore, and suspense, among other assorted unpleasantness. We have entered into Case File 5, Pandora's Box, wherein our heroes have met their Shanghai contact, a British antiquarian named, much to their amusement, Anime Friend. After <laughs> abandoning the SS President Coolidge for the lifeboats and being picked up and brought to Shanghai Harbor by the Royal Navy, they got cleaned up at their hotel and met Anime for dinner. She told them that a mysterious artifact called Pandora's Box, which may or may not be the real thing from Greek myth, containing all the ills of the world, has gone missing from newly opened nightclub Madame Pandora's Palace, where the box's owner, Englishman John Drummond, was showcasing it in the hopes of soon auctioning it off to the highest bidder. Also missing is Vern Bailey, Madame Pandora's American partner who was bankrolling the club. Anime needs our hero's help in trying to track down the box so that she can authenticate or disprove it. And if it is real, she says she has instructions to acquire it for the professor. So, um, you met her at the Lemongrass Tea Room. And um, as you talked, as she explained the case to you, you had dinner and you settled into a lovely dessert. And um, as you're having your dessert, Anime is uh, saying, well, now, so as I told you all, um, Professor Finch usually sends me out on these, um, on these little uh, trips to uh, authenticate things all by myself. So I'm really kind of fascinated by your, by your team dynamic here. Uh, I'm very curious as to how you all work together. Uh, Elaine, you had mentioned that you're a performer, and I understand that you sort of come up with the central conceit of your investigations to, to operate under. Is that right? Yes, I believe so. And then, and then, Lydia, you, as a librarian, obviously, you you would do all the all the background research and so forth for for the team. As we can find it, it's cute. You think we're a team, but also, um, yes, that's generally how we work. We're sort of like a collective of things tied together that roll down a hill. That's how I'd more describe oh, it. A jalopy vivid. of sorts. That's, that's a vivid description. So interesting. Dolores, I'm, I'm really not clear on what your role in, in the team is, though, is it? You're, you're so I, quiet. You could say it just popped up. Hmm. It's okay. complicated. Um, you see, how much am I supposed to tell her, you guys? She's I forget. Our... She, she works for the person. She works for, for Mammoth, her. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. There's this guy, Alex Hubbard, who, um, terrible man, terrible man, marked me as prey for time hounds and kept like calling me to show up when he wanted to do a little hunting. And at the most recent interval before he finally left this plane, um, I popped up on their boat in, in Goodness. their care essentially. And so now I've been along for the ride but you can say that I've seen some things and been around. Um, so I'm sure that I'll prove more than useful. That sounds dreadful. Yeah, it's not really been fun. And I have a photographic memory. So all of the trauma is right there. Bless your heart. Yeah, thank you. Goodness. 
So, and, and Michael, you, you seem to me to be the chap who keeps the trains running on time, as it were, right? You sort of keep everyone uh, doing as they ought to do. Despite their efforts, yes. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and Rocco, and she sort of places her hand on your arm and gives it a very gentle squeeze. You are obviously the muscle of the group, is that correct? Rocco takes a bite of his food and turns at her hand and says, I drive the car. <laughs> oh, the car, I very subtly flex. <laughs> yeah, I, I drive the car. Yeah, that's normally my job. When I don't have a car to drive, then uh, I'm a bit lost. You could say I was at sea. <laughs> that's a funny joke because I was. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to steer the big boat, uh, the Coolidge, and they didn't give me an opportunity. I was at one point the captain, I think, maybe. <laughs> but uh, that's that's uh, that's uh, the, the top of the list for me. <laughs> that's all I do. Hmm, I, I doubt that. I think you'll... You're being no modest. Yes, modesty is my greatest trait. Thank you for noticing. Also, uh, eating eggs. <laughs> I do Definitely consume a, a large amount of eggs. That is correct. She's right. It's for the protein. Absolutely fascinating. Well, thank you. That yes, gives me. Oh, I am a uh, tooth health enthusiast as well. Yeah. Yes, I can see your pearly whites are gleaming there. Yes, they are gleaming. It's because I take good care of them. Well, thank you for the insight. I, I, I appreciate that. It's, I've, I, Lydia, you say you're not really a team, but I mean, this is the, the closest I've ever had to really being able to be on an operation like this with a, with a group. So it's, it's rather exciting. Yeah, for that's me. fair. That's fair. We're excited to have you. Thank you. I anime, absolutely. Um, just at times, it seems as though occasionally there's a little bit of chaos. So I hope you're comfortable with that. We are not a well-oiled machine, I suppose. Absolutely. I, I can't wait to see you uh, in action. Um, so um, Michael had mentioned earlier that th you were probably going to begin this investigation with, without me uh, interfering. Did, did you have any other questions for me at all um, before you begin your work? It's been over a month. I don't even remember everything <laughs> yet. I have some notes here, but they're not very good. Do you, would you feel like, like there's to... anything else you would like to tell us? Would you like me to recap? Since you, since we, we've yes, been please. having we've been having dessert for a while. Well, we 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 were talking about going to go check it out ahead on our own, just to sort of remove any immediate association, and then maybe bring you in later, playing that part by ear, I guess. Right. 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 So briefly, we were, yeah, we wanted to. Who was the chap that we wanted to question? Well, um, in, br in brief, I'll just go over it again. Um, sure. John Drummond, who uh, is a, um, an English uh, gentleman, um, came into possession of this box, which may or may not be the real Pandora's box. Um, he brought it to Shanghai to showcase it in hopes of auctioning it off to the highest bidder. Um, Madame Pandora, who owns a newly opened nightclub um, with an American named Vern Bailey, um, she approached Mr. Drummond and offered to showcase the box there, given the obvious tie-in um, for their grand opening. Um, after the first night, the box was stolen and, and Mr. Bailey disappeared. And uh, the, the professor has had me hanging out uh, to wait for your arrival um, because my role was really only to authenticate the box uh, as an actual... Um, ancient artifact um, and he was hoping that you all would arrive here and be able to track it down 
so I haven't really, the investigation is not my strong suit, so I haven't gotten into um, looking around at all. The only contact I've made is at Pandora's Palace with John Drummond and briefly with Madame Pandora, who really doesn't seem to want to talk to me very much. Haley, you had your arm up. I did. Who did you say disappeared after the Pandora's box was stolen? Vern Bailey, uh, an American who is um, sort of bankrolling Madame Pandora's palace. Gotcha. So he was bankrolling it, and then it was stolen, and no one knows where he went. So that seems like an obvious suspect. And... Pandora, Madame Pandora won't talk to you, which is also suspicious. Well, it isn't that she won't talk to me. She doesn't seem to really uh, care to give me the, the time of day. I mean, I've spoken with her, but she doesn't seem to regard me very highly. And she has no reason to. I mean, she doesn't know me, and I really have nothing to, you know, offer her. But I've I, is there to anything to offer her? If anything, you can offer an increased value on the box. As, as I understand it, that's not really her concern. Her concern was promoting the nightclub with the box. It's uh, it's Mr. Drummond who is hoping to uh, gain financially from the sale of the box. Now, I is have anything... a question. Do we know what the box looks like? Indeed. Is um, it something that we can put together to make a, a fill-in, if you will, a stand-in in the short term so that nobody knows that it's missing and she can go on promoting the club? Because it's Pandora's box. It's not like anybody's going to try to open it. Um, well, as it's been described, uh, it is a, a brass box with gold and silver um, fittings on it, and it's it's carved with runes on all sides. And the, the, uh, the legend goes that if you read the runes correctly and open it the right way, it can produce great fortune for you. However, there are many wrong ways to open it, um, which will uh, reportedly uh, release horrible creatures of untold origin. I'm so tired of horrible creatures of untold origin. Same. Why does this keep happening? <laughs> Misfortune. Apparently. Um, if I may, Anna Marie, or anime, shoot, I'm fine, <laughs> having a stroke, uh, are, was there anything about the box's disappearance? I mean, was there any kind of commotion? Did, did folks just come in one day and it was gone? Or is there any I, other strange circumstances surrounding that incident? As I understand it, it was the, it was the, the centerpiece of, of the show that evening. They have a whole song and dance thing that goes on there at the nightclub. Um, it was put away in um, a safe in the office. Okay. And uh, the next day it was discovered to be missing. The safe or the entire? As I understand it, this the safe was, was cracked. The safe was broken into and the, the box was ah. missing from the safe. What kind of safe was it? Uh, I would assume Did it have a, a key? Metal, Combination. I haven't, I haven't gotten that far. I'm sorry. Did it have any trace of magic? I've heard of safes that were made with games on top of them. That's something I've heard before. Like you put a chessboard on there. I heard of those. Is it? Is it like that kind of that kind of safe? I have not seen the safe. I'm a chessboard. That's really yeah, clever. Yeah. I, I heard something about that. Uh, there was some guy that smashed one with a hammer. It didn't work very well. No, it was a it was a, it was an X, a large X. He hit it with. I don't I know. Really like the somebody idea of the chessboard. 
Yeah, it, it had some very inter intricate uh, pieces. That's, that's that you could... a very interesting story. Where did you hear that? Oh, I heard it from some guy. I don't know. I was out California way up in the northern woods areas. Some guy gave me this real big talk about how he smashed things with axes. He was always into it. I did, I never I never got it. I never understood. Just had a lot to that's say. That's like a hobby? No, I think he was a professional, but somehow he got wrapped up into some business on the East Coast that he didn't know what he was doing. He was way outside of his depth, and when push came to shove and he had to actually use his noodle, instead he used brawn where he ought not to have and thus ruined the mechanism of the safe that was controlled by chess pieces on top. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe the story myself. I just think it's it's odd. Like, I'm just wondering, because this place feels like a place of uh, mystery and, and, you know, uh, uh, secret uh, old ancient uh, things and so uh, an intricate puzzle like a uh, type of safe seems very at home here is my guess but I was just curious I, I'm wondering if that old salt had anything really going on there if he was just shooting smoke up my ass Rocco my darling is this really relevant oh no I just didn't say anything for a while so I thought I'd it's chime in so relevant I think that's really cool <laughs> I want to see a safe like that maybe we'll come upon one I love your contribution Rocco you have such fascinating stories Editor's note, listen to our last Call of Cthulhu podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that the safe is the responsibility of John or Pandora? As I understand it, it's in it's in the um, the main office of the nightclub, so I guess that would be either Madame Pandora's or Vern Daly's office. Okay. I understand that Mr. Mr. Drummond um, entrusted it to them uh, mm -hmm. to showcase for him. Did it seem, do you know if Pandora seemed, how did she take the loss of the box? Do you know? Um, Was she upset by it? Was she apathetic? Good questions. Um, she was rather standoffish to me, so I'm okay. not sure. She she seemed like a very sort of um, stern, no-nonsense businesswoman. Okay. So I'm quite sure she didn't, uh, you know, she wasn't going to reveal her emotions to me. Hmm. I mean, you would think after a financial loss of that magnitude, she would at least show some sort of emotion. Well, again, I'm not sure what Why her financial stake was in the thing, other than yes. promoting her club, which apparently is doing quite well, even without it. Mm -hmm. Appearances mean a lot, and when running these sort of businesses and being seen distraught or however upset is not a good image to put forth, and if she has been a shrewd businesswoman for as long as she... for a while now, right? Rumor on the street is that she ran a flower girl house previously, which is a, yes. a brothel, basically. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that term. I was like, uh, like for weddings? Like. <laughs> <laughs> you said that um, there's like yeah. a song and dance number around Pandora's box at the club. Mm -hmm. um, can you tell us anything more about like the cast, the the troupe, the dancers? Symbolism? Right. Well, they've they you know they really played up the sort of mystical aspect of the box. Um, so the stage area had a big um, 
sort of like runes painted on the floor. And um, the box was on a pedestal in the center. And there was all sorts of lights and um, smoke effects and so forth. And okay. the, um, the, the main performer there um, is a, a, a person named Luong Hua. And um, she's quite glamorous and, and very talented. And there are dancers behind her. She sings and dances herself. Very popular, as I understand. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. Did, did you get a chance to see the show yourself before the box disappeared? Yes, I was there. So it was just uh, a song and an act? Yes, well, so um, the club opened, you know, and, and people came in and were drinking and talking, and there was music playing. And then at one point, um, there was an announcement, you know, they made a big deal, the lights went down, the smoke rolled out, and when the lights came up, the, the box was on the pedestal, uh, and then there were dancers, and Lung Hua came out and sang and danced around the box. Um, they made a big show of the danger of being in its presence and how protective the runes on the floor were. How, uh, you know, if the box were to be opened, there would be great calamity, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. Okay. How far in how... day are Go we? Uh, it's, it's after supper time. Okay. It's probably getting on toward seven or so. What time is it? Or what day is it? Sorry. It is. Oh, dang. Where's my calendar? Well, we have plans on Friday. It is. Uh, I don't know. If... <laughs> yeah, I forgot no. all about that. Uh, oh, look up the was... calendar. Hold on. Um, meeting up with some boys. Yep. We are meeting up with some boys. It is December. A Randy man and um, a meek man. I think it is. Fr yeah, it's Friday, December 15th. It is Friday. Or is it the 22nd? What day did we land? Because didn't we just land today? Maybe it's Thursday then. I remember it was pretty Good soon questions. till Christmas though, because there was conversation about purchasing Christmas gifts. That was the pretense. It was like the 23rd? Maybe? Something like that. Oh, wait, did I write it down? I've got it here somewhere. Christmas shopping was one of our. It is the 21st. Thursday, yeah, December. One of our questions to test if somebody was part of the organization. July 6th was our last playthrough. Oh my god. It's, crazy. it's Thursday, December 21st. Thursday, December 21st. The 21st? I was going to say, we got oh, yeah, to meet our boys. Right. And you agreed to meet the sailors on Friday, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the stumbling we tiger. Luna be tuna. Look at her haunches. She got her hubcaps up. Tressum ass motherfucker right here. <laughs> Incredible. Both girls came to say hi, but neither one would let me pick them up. Rude. Please send them my regards. I shall. <laughs> so, are we ordering more dessert, or do we have anything else to discuss? Do we have more plans on attack here? I'll take uh, Brandy. It is a tea shop. Um, they don't oh. serve Brandy, I'm afraid. 
I forgot where we were. <laughs> More of that lovely tea. I love tea. Tea. Yeah, um... It's a gambling house, first and foremost, right? No, it's it's more of a, a drinking and show establishment. I believe there's okay. gambling that happens there, but it's not a casino. Okay. So. Okay. Will it be open tonight, or is it closed, closed, until no, they get the box back? No, no, they've been open since. Why don't we go? Yeah, well, let's see if we can find John and sort of get a feel for that. Perhaps we should form... A plan after we go and just scope the place out as nobodies. I think that's reasonable. Quick question. We may have already covered this. Do we know how long the box was at the, the <coughs> club before it was stolen? It was the first night. It was opening night. Ah, okay. okay. But not the opening night of the, the opening night of the club? Yes, it was the grand opening of the club. Okay, okay. Thank you. I, I may have missed that while you were recounting. Okay, well... Shall I head back to the hotel and just wait to hear back from you then? Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll get a hold of you when we, when we, you know, progress or need your help with something. And you, you know how to get a hold of us if something comes up. Then, right? Uh, you'll be at we... Pandora's, yes. No, I mean, like, we can share our lodging information with her, right? Or she can give us... Yeah, you're on the same right? floor. Of yeah, the, of the hotel. yeah, so, yeah. So if something comes up, you know where to find us, or yes. how to get all of us. Yeah, you know where one another's rooms are. Wonderful. Is it a nice hotel? I'm looking forward to... You were there already. Not being on a boat. Yeah, we already a nap. You had your clothes yeah, it was comfortable. We have pleasant arrangements. Sorry, I should have listened to the last episode. <laughs> it's been a it's been a um, while. Well, I would have had to listen to it in a truck with my coworkers. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. I would not do that. <laughs> I just met like today. Like, oh, we're gonna listen to my role playing game podcast that I'm in. <laughs> Sorry, I don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> you know, you can just go, go hard, like just okay. like, boom, just, this, is, um, this is what I do. Enjoy the sound of my own voice the way that I enjoy the sound of my own voice, okay? Just get into this. Lands of attack. We could um, maybe me and Dolores could approach him as people who are interested in purchasing it and inquire on that angle. And then maybe Rocco, you could, because my understanding is the man is has some trouble with liquor. That was something she told us, right? And he also had, he, he seems down on his luck and you might be able to bond over some camaraderie in that sense, right? Of course, we can look at this 12 steps together and feel ourselves getting away from the dragon. You could also apply to be a valet there. I would love to do that. That sounds like a much better plan. I want to drive the cars. I didn't sort of, know you were recovering, Rocco. I just am a teetotaler at the moment. I used to be in the business. I see, I see. I, 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 I came to despise my own supply. It was out of necessity, and that's what we do. So I respect do that. You, I respect that. Do you not want to approach him at some point as a potential as sort of a 
Oh, no, I would definitely speak to him on equal footing. I would not. Uh, that would be a good idea. I would do that, too. Okay. Because, um, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think just sort of having maybe multiple angles of attack. Because, like, if if me and Dolores sort of come from, uh, I guess, like, I hope I'm not sounding too egotistical, but like a sense of eloquence or something. Dolores has money. And if nothing else, Dolores plays the role probably a lot better than me. Rocco, you can come at sort of the more. Again, I'm not trying to speak lowly of you, but like a da- downtrodden sense, right? And then maybe the ladies can use their charms. The ladies are ladies, and they will do. lady. I feel like I use this as a solution a lot, but I also if am a singer. You to, so. but... You're good at it, though. It keeps me yeah. from to do lady work. Well, I was just thinking I could also offer to perform at the nightclub in exchange mm-hmm. for information, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Anyways, maybe show mostly, them how popular you are first. I'm mostly well, throwing these out to see how you I feel about it. I'm very comfortable playing the eccentric millionaire. Outstanding. I, that's what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm in the process of being potentially signed by Eventone Records, so... Um, <laughs> I am kind of famous. You are literally a traveling musician. So here's a question. Are we continuing with our aliases or are we going normal? I think aliases is the healthiest way to go about it, given the situation. Okay. Indeed. I will remain Renee. Yeah, I don't have an alias. Well, yeah, because you didn't give yourself one. Um, but like when we came off the boat and those There's of us who like yeah those of us who like legally checked <clears throat> in off the boat we checked in with our aliases right so although some of you may have like just snuck by i can't remember who did and didn't yes uh, we all... rocco and dolores snuck past the rest of you all checked in but you would have had your real passports probably right well, i assume we would have would we would have had use false our passports cash. how would we've got on the boat anyways Without some, well, you got on the boat in San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Did you have to have a passport to get on a? Uh, to get off in Shanghai, you would have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. That's that makes sense. We would have known it, right? So, like, I assume we would have had like the documentation to back up our aliases if that's what we were planning to do. So. I can't remember when you came up with, with the aliases if you before you left Mammoth you. or when you were on the way. But I we, wrote we'll, it in big we'll letters. We'll say you had false documentation. There was a way to get them. No one's going to card you. So. Yeah. To be fair, Dolores is not my legal name. There it is. It was our first session of this case file. Um, November 13th, 2021. <laughs> oh, boy, wrote, that was almost a year ago. Wrote big letters, Renee Lestrange on top. <laughs> um, Dolores, do you want to use an alias? I mean, I'm having a hard time coming up with one. Well, it's... We, so we've got Renee Lestrange, Jane Doe, Rex Standing, Keegan, <clears throat> Faraday, Faraday, 
Keaton, um, not Keaton. Keaton. That's so similar to my boss's name. It's like <laughs> it's gonna be hard for me. How do you feel about Henry? That's like a very typical rich person's name. Theo. Typical Theo. I like Theo. Hmm. Yeah, and you can go formally by Theodore or keep it casual with Theo. That works. Theo's kind of sexy. Like, yeah, it's got a kind of very European, soft. yeah, vibe. Theo. Um, oh fuck! I can't suggest Rosie. It's actually short for Theodora. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, whatever you want. I was going to say Roosevelt, but he was already president. <laughs> um, he died of like those years ago. That would be kind of suspicious. <laughs> Theodore just, Roosevelt. Uh, you know. <laughs> just... This is Theodore Roosevelt. He's got oh, a family yeah. name. Uh... Come back to me on the last name. Lesbos. <laughs> That's gay. Theo Lesbos. What? Okay. Just so that everybody knows, at least three of us are queer. So <laughs> it's not Stats like that. That's been updated. Everybody get on the roster, update that shit on Wiki. I just, you know, I don't want anybody to think we're being homophobic. No, never. No, I never. No, we're quoting community, which, you know, has its problems, but. Sure does. <laughs> it came out in the two thousands. It's a product of its time, whether you, you quote it or not. You tried for early 2000s, but I'm pretty sure it was after 2010 or like right around 2008 or something. I think yeah. probably right. So what do we want to do on our first night then? We're gonna go uh, be nobodies at the like wallflowers at the well, Pandora's box, right? And then we'll. Form Dolores is definitely not gonna be a nobody if we're gonna be going under that guy's. Yeah. Shoot. Dolores, do you have liquid funds on you? I think it was part of. It's part of my backstory that I am always prepared to travel no matter where I'm at. I keep old enough bills that they would be in circulation. I make sure that people know that I'm money so that I can use it to my advantage. New so I would think that I would have a well-stocked wallet between cash and check. There's got to be an American embassy where I can get money out of my account or something. Now, the map I just put up, you'll notice there are a lot of locations on it. This map isn't necessarily specific to the scenario we're doing. Um, okay. So those locations aren't necessarily relevant to what's happening here, but you're free to go wherever you want. Okay. Is um, Madame Pandora's... The post. How, much, how much cash do you think I should have on hand then? Because if we need to make a deliberate move, we might have to wait till tomorrow to go to the embassy. Like, do you think that it is important for me to have enough cash to really, like, look like mm -hmm. I can buy? Or can I just get away with enough cash to 
I don't um, think it's necessarily important. I think we should just know what you can and can't do before well, we. Well, I literally am like I'm wealthy, and I think that I can get my hands on the money if I need to, mm -hmm. and I do have money on me. I've probably yeah, got I a fairly significant more, amount. I just mean it more in the sense that we don't misstep in the moment of what you can and can't do. Yeah, I'll be mindful right. of my budget. Shit, do I need to, like... What's the conversion rate look like on that? I don't know how much money to tell you I have. The conversion rate as far as the time period? Yeah. A little bit of money now was a lot of money then. Okay. So I could say that I probably it's got about $500 so. on me. That'll get us very far, and it would still be bills I could carry. $500 in 1933 is about $11,000. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, perfect. Maybe a little less. Why don't... 300 I I need the wallet to jiggle, jiggle a little bit, but also fold. Mm -hmm. It's about $6,000, um, almost 7000 What I think that's would workable, be... 350 Somewhere in there. What would be like the normal currency used here? Would it be Mex Mexican silver dollars are okay. widely accepted in Shanghai? Mm -hmm. um, Shanghai has uh, its own uh, currency. Um, you could probably pass off American money at some places, but for some reason, the Mexican silver dollar was like the the uh, the common currency. The uh, what's it called in mm -hmm. D&D? Whatever. The de facto currency? Sure. Which would be easy enough to exchange at the American Embassy for you <clears throat> if it weren't mm -hmm. 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, exactly. I'm <clears throat> worried that I won't be able to back up anything, including buying drinks. If I don't look like I can spend money by spending a little bit of money, we might have to wait to go to the Embassy tomorrow before we can go do something tonight. You know what I mean? Given that the um, sort of the owner, really, the, you know, the, the guy that was bankrolling Pandora's palace was American, you can probably safely assume they're going to they're gonna take dollars. All right. Then in that case, you know, I don't mind looking like I have a little bit of money. Why don't I go by Theodora Ellis? Sure. And then I'm Mr. E. Ha! Nice. Okay. So, our story would be that we heard about the box and you were an interested buyer. Yeah, I am a collector of curiosities. Okay, I think that's good enough. Don't need to get more complicated than that. Nope, not at all. I think that's probably plenty. If I need to go into any details, I'll talk about like my shrunken heads and <laughs> mummy things. <clears throat> um, do you three need any prep for this angle? About if you'd want to approach him, I'm not approaching him. Am I? Well, that was a suggestion I had. Do you not want to? You don't... I can approach him if I'm just <clears throat> doing my thing. 
I think I'm better acting in a the guise of Elaine's manager or something like that. Something a little more backgroundy. Yeah. I like that. So you can be Elaine's manager. Renee. Or Renee's manager, my bad. And then Renee can offer to sing. I could even say that, Renee, you could be my girlfriend. No, I think we should. <laughs> oh, we need him to. A little bit. Okay. I don't want to like overwhelm and like start having too many connections. I think it's sort of best if we kind of approach separately to begin with. Okay, that's totally reasonable. And then it gives us like chances to have multiple first impressions of him. There. Well, he gets different impressions from us, depend because you know maybe we botch it right, and then but Rocco or Elaine might get a chance to get a fresh per fresh perspective. But if we're attached, then we all are kind of stuck to that first impression. Oh, that's totally reasonable. I didn't even consider it. Yeah, I like that. Not that so... we should like build up a story that we're not related because at some point we will be seen together. And then if we fabricate a story that we're not related and then later on we have to backtrack on that, that's just going to raise suspicions. But to start off with, we should not like open up with that we're one giant group, but we should make sure that any stories we tell don't contradict that in yeah. the future. Well, do we want to hammer out those details real quick then? Just so we have the full story in case questions mm -hmm. are asked. Well, I mean, if you're if you're the money, mm -hmm. I can be. Mm, Assistant. Yeah, I think I I could be your lawyer in a sense. Oh, perf! Yeah, so you your can be my lawyer. lawyer. And then Rocco could be the valet. Elena's ta talent. She's being sponsored by me. Sure. How's that? I like it. And then um, Lydia. Whoa, that was pulled that back. From, that was That's a long me. time. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had to say that name in a long time. Um, Lydia, how do you want to fit into this? That you're part of. Um, I'm just kind of part, part of, of I'm Elaine's roadie, basically. Yeah, but yeah. maybe a little more fancy. You're her manager. You're her. Yeah. Which means you would Pretty work sure in those me. days there wasn't a difference. Yeah. But yeah. So. What's everybody's alias again? <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. Jane. I'm trying to write it out. Okay, so yeah. Jane Doe. Renee Lestrange. Lestrange. I'm the upright citizen known as Rex Standing. And and then Keaton. Keaton Faraday. And I remind you that's am Theodora Ellis. But I go by Theo or Mr. E when I'm being addressed. Mm-hmm. John, what's your character's name? Michael Harris. Thank you.
How's it feel to all be employed by me? Incredible. I, I love it. It's my dream job. I promise I'm a kind and fair employee. You get wonderful benefits and a reasonable salary. Where is the money? In my M pocket. Money, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. One dollar. I have, I'll have, an, I'll have you know, I have quite a large sum of money on myself as well, but I don't know if they spend very well here if I do need to go get other types of currency. I think we shouldn't have too much issue with American dollars. No, I think at least at Pandora's fine. Palace. Pandora's Palace, right? Mm -hmm. I just, okay. I'm really looking forward to finding some dim sum. Always wanted <laughs> dim sum from Shanghai. Well, I tell you what. We'll go. I'm sure the girls will need something to eat after a few drinks anyway. We'll get dim sun late at night. I could do ah, for some dumplings. Yes. Just for your reference on the map there, you're in the Shanghai International Settlement, which is the English-American section of the town. I'm going to say you're, um, you're probably in the area of like number eight-ish, which I think is the hospital. Uh, number eight is the stumbling. Oh, that's the stumbling tiger. Okay. Bar. So right now you're somewhere around number nine, probably, which is the hospital. Uh, yeah. the stumbling okay. tiger bar over there at number eight um, is a few blocks removed from Madame Town Doris Palace. So it shouldn't be difficult for you to make the walk over if you wish. Okay. Have it all written out. It's all straight in my head. I'm ready when you guys are. Uh, so you were saying that the Pandora's Palace is close to the Stumbling Drag Tiger Bar? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's sort of a bar nightclub area. Yeah. Um, I need to change, I think. Mm -hmm. Same. Back to the hotel before... We head to the bar. I'm sure we've got time. It's not too awful late, is it? It will be open late, I assume. Anime? Yes. Uh, are there any shops open this time of night? Oh, yes. Yes, the uh, the nightlife here is rather robust. And uh, so we the shops do not close early. They, uh, <laughs> they, stay, they stay open rather rather late. You, you should be able to... Um, uh, shop up till uh, 9 p.m. or so, I would think. I need something fresh. Mm. I'm over all my clothes. <laughs> well, you've you've only got what you have on, right? I mean, as you said earlier, your your bags were still oh, being delivered shit. from the ship. Yeah, exactly. So I obviously am over all my clothes because they're the ones on my back. Well, that makes Probably sense. need some toiletries and things too, don't we? Probably. I think Rocco's tooth powder was lost to the ocean. <gasps> I will find another. It is. We okay. got you, bud. Let's let's go. Let's go. I take yep. care of my people. I know. I don't need it right now. I'll be fine. No, we're gonna get it's, you your tooth powder, I, and you're gonna I, have some fresh clothing. You need some new drawers, my guy. I mean, I do like wearing these, but I understand. We did. We did talk about uh, in the morning, perhaps heading down to the docks to see if your your luggage has been brought over. Regardless, I'll need clothes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sure. So there's um, there are any number of you know grocers and so forth that you can find, um, and I believe I shared uh, before a number of the clothing shops uh, 
in the area. Uh, we have Lilith's Boutique, um, Chen's Tailor Shop, Songbird Fashion Emporium, Season Textiles Warehouse, or a shop called Whereabout Town. I'd say Lilith's or the Fashion Emporium sounds promising. Let's start with Lilith's and then we'll go to the Fashion Emporium. If we need to see the tailor, we will. And I definitely think that we should see this last one, something about town. Lilith's right. Boutique is fine women's wear. Okay. Uh, Chen's Tailor Shop is men's wear. Okay. The Songbird Fashion Emporium would be affordable off-the-rack clothing. No. Ooh, we might need that, actually. Seasonal Textiles Warehouse is last season's fashions with an in-house tailor for quick alterations. Where about town is trendy sportswear. And many street vendors also sell assorted clothing and personal items. Hmm. Uh, well, what was the second place? The, the... the menswear, Chen's Tailor yeah. Shop. Yeah. Well, it might be worth it for us to go. Yes. See what's there. I'm sure, given that they're like, given that that place is like high end, the likelihood of them actually accepting American currency is more so. That's true. Because that's probably where a lot of their, well, they'll probably have a lot of wealthy tourists that are American who show up. And if the clothes are expensive, you probably won't have any issue. Okay. I'll I'll trust your sense and how you think I should dress. I have you seen my suits and they're fine, but I'm not necessarily. I want you in something fashionable, but not too fashionable. I think that Chen's is probably going to be a good spot. Seasonal textiles might also be a good spot. Um, Rocco, I want you to dress comfortably. Okay. I, I, uh, I would like I would like to look like I uh, I belong here maybe or at least I'm not sticking out so much. Yeah, no, we got you. We'll get you in as long as you look well kempt and are comfortable. I will be happy. Oh yeah, I I, I don't think you're going to have me working on any motors anytime soon, so I think I'll stay clean. Exactly. Um, and then for the ladies, I definitely think fashionable, obviously, as a manager, a little more practical. It'll probably be whatever you're comfortable with. Um, I want Lainey to have options. I need her to have, you know, stage clothes and ladies wear. And then obviously I'll get whatever the hell I want. Is that a tail or a feather boa? Uh, it's definitely a tail. It's, it's October time. She's she's decided that like my desk is like a fun place, nice. so uh, she just peeped and was like, "Hello, I'm coming up." And I was like, "Well, I guess I can't stop you." Toby, Toby, she is so fluff. I got flat tuna. She's got her head straight down on the bed. Oh my goodness, look at that! <laughs> Man, Kashik's around here somewhere too. Okay. Do... Once again, we're interrupted by cats. Do we want to split up a little bit or do we want to try to move through each spot quickly? Because we've only got two hours to shop. Shopping. Yes. Shopping! Gosh, we just love a shopping episode. <sighs> I'm going to say we uh, montage through that shopping. I love you both very much. 
Lydia probably is not buying clothing. She's probably looking for rare books. Rare and occult books is what she's yeah. doing. She's tagging along to You're see if she can see clothing. the signs. What? No. Look, you have to. No. No. We need at least something for tonight. You have to look All reasonable right. if you're going to represent me as a part of the company. Okay. All right. All right. What's All right. your company called? The oh, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> God damn it. I hate naming things. There are well, too many options. Mr. You, you, don't, you don't have to be a company. You can just be wealthy. I'm just a sponsor. I'm just a sponsor. You're my lawyer. You're my valet. I sponsor you and you're her manager through the company that you work for. But obviously would not have anyone poorly kept. You're an investor? Yes, exactly. Um, I come from money. I may as well spend it. So just so we're clear, I am your performer for, like, parties that you hold well, at your mansion? That, like, I funded your education. I fund your travels because your company, like, you're working on getting signed, right? You've had a few offers. Mm -hmm. I've been funding your way through so that you can get recognized make sure that you have the outfits to perform etc we met on the prohibition circle when we were at the speakeasies i'm like did i go to college i honestly don't remember it doesn't well, matter like, now you took singing lessons because like for your purposes you could just be kind of touring to sort of expose mm -hmm. yourself and i'm just uh, your benefactor the is just there to enjoy the trip Right? Because that's all the reason you need when you're wealthy. Exactly. Right. I just want an adventure and I don't want to be around my mother. She's very judgmental. Not even her money. It comes from daddy. And I worked hard for it, frankly. Even if it wasn't legal. So where are you going to go? Everybody going together or are you splitting up? I, I guess I'm reluctantly tagging along to the party. Yeah, I Little hate bit. to split up, but it makes sense for... Here's, I don't know, here's $50. That should be enough to get you plenty of clothing. So Michael and Rocco are heading to Chen's tailor shop, and the rest of They're you are going to Lilith's yeah. boutique? Oh, you're going to Chen's as well? Yeah, I trust... Elaine's got fantastic fashion sense, and Lydia will help her like stay on budget, I'm sure. So... I'll do something. I and the gentleman will um, go to gentleman's way. <laughs> oh, I jot down my measurements and uh, hand them to Elaine, and I'm like, get me something gorgeous. I have, well, to have something for when I want to be dressed. Gotta right. have options. Mm -hmm. Options are important. Okay. All right, boys. You ready so to let's shop? go to um, let's go to Lilith's first. Okay. So just it is know that I love pink. Not a um, it is not a terribly far walk to this sort of uh, garment district, uh, and you you split off in opposite directions. You received directions to the to the different places. Um, Lilith's is a, is a quaint boutique uh, and as you open the door the bell rings um, and there's a Chinese woman behind the counter she is very attractive she is in her early 30s probably um, dressed impeccably and she says 
What have we here? Hello, ladies. Please come in. Hi. I'm Hi. Lilith Yang, owner of the shop. Pleasure to see you come in. What can I do for you? We were hoping to pick up some snazzy outfits. We can do snazzy. What's your event? What um, What is it that you're looking to? Um, I'm thinking like an upscale cocktail dress, floor length, embroidery. Absolutely. And what about you, my dear? Um, oh, the silent type. Are you eh? talking to me? Mm -hmm, absolutely, oh, no. of course. Oh, and Dolores isn't here. Is that right? Okay, so Lydia's clinging to Elaine. It's like, help me. Something similar for both of you? Um, Something I'm, I can move in? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm thinking like a chic pantsuit for this one. Oh my God. Perhaps um, a little give in the hips in case she feels like hitting the dance floor. And um, it's almost like real shopping with me. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, except not my stuff. I would buy what you're buying. Um, then maybe like a chunky necklace for fun. I think we can help you both. Let me show you over this way. And she takes you to, to wear some. Um, sample clothing is is displayed in the boutique there um lydia are you you said you're you'd be more interested in finding like obscure books and things like that so you're not she's really... trying to get this shopping to <laughs> this shopping aspect done as quickly as possible at some point she will likely inquire uh with lilith about any local bookstores or uh or or reading okay. groups that okay. she knows about but she's not a uh, she's 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 trying not to look so uncomfortable, but she's definitely intimidated by this experience. Okay. With a name so, like Lilith, you'd think that she'd have some kind of a cool connection. It's just I have resisted the urge to do spot hidden. I just want to remind you guys, uh, multiple outfits, things for like day wear, because we don't know if they're going to get this stuff back to us tomorrow or right. not. So definitely like a little bit of a wardrobe that's what i want you to get that's why i handed you so much cash okay got it you're resisting the urge to do a spot hidden why if you want to make a Sorry, roll, my... just ask feel free to make a roll because you know if i've only got so many good dice rolls in these digital dice i don't want to waste it but sure sure let's roll some dice Yep, that's about right. Okay, 79 out of 44. Okay. That's that's a strong failure. I'll so. uh, walk around as well and just kind of pretend to look at the dresses and shoes, but also be, you know, looking behind some of the racks. Okay, and the, the, the outfits that Lilith is showing you, there's a success, obviously, and you get to roll, and bonus, which is still a success, but a regular success. Um so as she's showing you like precisely what what you asked for, she's obviously got excellent taste and a good eye for spotting, you know, for, for making the connection between um, what you're looking for and, and what she has. Um, you kind of take a look around the shop and, and you notice um, there's a, you know, a glass counter behind which uh, she was when you came in. Um, and behind that, there's a small table and there's 
a rather old-looking leather-bound book sitting on the table with um, gold lettering on the spine. From where you are, you can't quite make out what it says, but it it's an intriguing-looking book based on your experiences. Lilith, uh, dare I say, are you a reader? I noticed your beautiful leather book over there. Do you read for pleasure? Oh, you notice the book. Yeah, well, let's just say I'm eternally seeking wisdom, shall we? But aren't we all? So much. Absolutely so, so much. Can Um, I roll a psychology roll? Of course. Success? 29. That's That's a good success, too. 29 out of 55. Um, as she said, eternally seeking wisdom to you, you noticed a slight, slight smirk. Her, her, the corner of her mouth curled up a bit as though she um, was uh, sharing a bit of a private joke that you're not part um, Is there any way in which I could recognize anything on the book itself? Are you going to meander over towards the book? Oh, yes. As soon as she mentioned book, I was like, okay. And she just kind of watches you walk over with a slight smile on her face as she's continuing to show Elaine, you know, fabrics and and fashions. My dear Um, friend here is a librarian. So you save book and she wants to check it out. She's got to find the rarest, neatest, coolest book. Talking about seeking wisdom, a librarian. Oh, my goodness. How wonderful. Thank you. Are you a collector of books yourself? Absolutely. Do you happen to work at the library here in town? I do not. I I am but a visitor in this moment, but um, I would love to learn more about the library. You, my, my dear, uh, have just blossomed like a flower on this subject. Well, we're not talking we have... about clothing, so you know. As you as you meander over, you you get a closer look at the book and. Um, you can see that the uh, on the spine it says "Wondrous Intelligences" by Wycroft. Oh my <laughs> Sorry, Woodville. Okay. Woodville. Wondrous intelligences. What is your favorite subject to read upon? Mm. As I said, um, seeking wisdom leads me to all sorts of curious and esoteric subjects. I, I understand. There are an interest in such things? I, I believe that the content with which I am most fascinated often is something in the, uh, what some others might consider strange or unusual. Indeed. I myself am strange and unusual. She pats Elaine's arm and says, my dear, would you mind perusing on your own while I have a word with your oh, friend? No, what have feel I done? Free to, feel free to look at whatever you like. I just I'm, yeah, sense we, we share common interests here. Sure thing. Um, yeah, I would love to. Feel free to ask uh, any questions. I'm right here. Okay, great. Um, so I'm going to just go look around and pull stuff out, but I would like to try and say an earshot. It's a small shop. It's not a large shop. Okay. Then I want to just make sure I can hear everything she's saying. Mm-hmm. Sure. And she's she's making no attempt to whisper or anything. She's it's right. almost as though she's trying to make herself heard to you. 
So what sorts of subjects have you immersed yourself in? Oh my, some things very ancient, very um, unconventional, um, cryptic some might say, maybe even morbid some might say, but, but it's, I find it all fascinating. You might find this book rather interesting then. And she picks up wondrous intelligences and lays it on the counter before you. She very, Lydia very like delicately and reverently like glances and, and you know, gestures like, like may I? Like you absolutely may. This was originally published in the uh, 17th century. This is a, an original edition. Uh, oh the goodness. author, James Woodville, uh, was a, a merchant and um, actually a Puritan preacher uh, who lived oh in goodness. England uh, around the time of the English Civil War. Oh. Do I recognize this name at all? Like, I can make a... Make I a library use roll. Hell yeah. Come on, baby. Finally. <laughs> Barely a regular success. Wow. <laughs> you almost failed at 100. Um you do recognize the name and um you're aware that this is um a very rare book very few copies of it exist um you have never laid your hands upon one um you have heard it referred to as blasphemous in some circles oh my goodness and you say this is this is an original copy my goodness lilith what an incredible possession. Feel free to peruse it if you like. She is she is kid in a candy storing about this. She is just like So you're sort of skimming through it? She's going into a fugue state. Okay. Well, if you're looking for um like spell texts or anything and you don't find any. Um it's right. it's the, the text is is poorly organized in its writing, right? Um mm -hmm. almost maniacal at points, but highly detailed. Um, and it, it, it seems to be some sort of a religious text and mm -hmm. it's recounting visions and, and dreams and prophecies that this James Woodville, the author, uh, had, um, there are, there's some artwork in it, some poor quality woodcuts and, um, Excellent. in the, in the artwork, there are some depictions of, of almost like angelic looking figures, but very strange, um, almost uh, offensive at points. Mm -hmm. um, and what um, he in cult literature, this probably isn't as offensive to her as it would be to normies. Toward <laughs> toward the end of the book, as you're flipping through, you see a, a section um, detailing what is referred to as the first apocalypse, uh, which says that the shrill winds of hells swept the angels from the world before the creation of man, and um, Woodville prophecies that. Uh, the angels will one day return in another form. Oh goodness! This is marvelous. What what an excellent thing! I am so blessed that you walked into my shop tonight. I mean, to have handled something of this magnitude is is absolutely a, a boon and a joy for me to even be in the same room in this as this. There were not many many copies made. I sense that you and I are kindred spirits and she reaches and picks up a um, like a business card and mm -hmm. lays it down and slides it towards you uh, it's a plain white card mm -hmm. and in 
very plain serif to black print on the front. It says, Seekers of Eternal Wisdom, The Lodge. Oh, my goodness. Will you come see me? Coven, coven, coven. <laughs> um, yes, absolutely. Uh, as when my duties with my, uh, my, my performer here are done, I will absolutely seek you out. Do you believe Is there anything else I need to know about approaching? Do you believe in synchronicities? I can. I've been known to. Not everything in my life is as synchronous as I would prefer, but we do what we can with what we have. I don't think it's a mistake that you came in here tonight. And I don't think I need to tell you any more. I think you'll find your way to us. Delightful. Lydia mm. takes the card and That's places splendid. it in one of her many things. My dear, have you found thank you for helping with the pantsuit. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you both found everything that you... Um, I have, certainly. Yeah, Lane's going to emerge from the dressing room that she slipped into in a fabulous outfit and complete with heels and a slit up the thigh and perfect. Lovely. And then she's also going to have uh, a few hangers of like a, a silk robe and um, <laughs> like a, another a pantsuit as well, but a little bit different and a little more fashionable. Sorry, Lydia. Um, it's okay. I prefer to fade into the background than in the all of opportunities, mostly. And uh, maybe like an all black out, like a all black dress too. Are you wearing any of it out? I'm gonna wear or the one I described originally out. Okay. And Lydia, your new pantsuit, are you wearing that out? Um, probably not, but I think before I leave I will seek out something a little more casual. Um, just for like everyday wear, sort of. Um, if there's anything available in this store of that nature. Sure, fashionably casual, sure. I, I, if, it, if it's black uh, and fashionably casual, I'll be like fine. Mm -hmm. so, black. Thank God. So I'll get, she'll... Uh, heels and flats, by the way. That okay. a girl. Yeah. Good. Good thinking. Don't have to steal them off a dead woman's body. That happened. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> Amara doesn't know, but that happened. Um, <laughs> So she'll she'll hang your old clothes on a hanger and, and package it up with the new stuff for you since you're wearing an outfit out. Thank you, Elaine. Yeah. Now, um, my dear, when you come and see me at the lodge, I'll make mm -hmm. sure I have this text with me, and we can delve a little further into it together, perhaps, and discuss it. I think that would be oh, a wonderful little book club moment for us. Oh my goodness, I would I would enjoy that greatly. Given this fortuitous uh, connection, um, I'm going to give you both half off everything. Good heavens. That is incredibly generous of you. Absolutely. Mm. But you must wow. promise to come see me. Uh, are guests allowed? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Um, if you have an interest in such things, perhaps we can we can stoke that as well, and uh, bring your fervor up to the the level that we connoisseurs of such 
Oh Oh my god, you guys. It's not a coven, it's an orgy. (laughs) Not a Oh no, we got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Now is this a um women's only lodge or is it are the opposite sex invited as well? Absolutely. Our the head of the no, what should I call it? Club, perhaps. Um, is Klaus Sawyerfeld? Mm. We have a a, a mix of uh, you know people there that uh, of of all walks of life, really. Uh, the the search for knowledge is not confined to a gender or a class. Absolutely. Of course not. Indeed. Well, uh, I hand over cash. Mm -hmm. Oh, American dollars. Is that okay? Of course. I'll just have to do the calculation to get you the change here. So she. You can just uh, keep the change. Oh, no. She um, sort of cashes you out in, in change um, with some Mexican silver dollars. She's like, these, these should serve you a little better around here. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've done so much for us. And you we for me. We look forward to seeing you, uh, seeing you later. And we will. So over at um, Chen's Tailor Shop, Michael and Rocco and Dolores uh, find it. It is sort of the um, the masculine equivalent of Lilith's, really. Perfect. Um, That's what I was um, hoping for. Yes. Does it have a sultry, flirtatious keeper as well? God, I hope so. There is uh, sort of a rigidly straight uh, Chinese gentleman. As Thank you, you for saying straight. Balding um, and uh, speaks with... Uh, an aristocratic aristocratic flair almost um and he greets you in mandarin oh i i greet him back and make mandarin. a make a mandarin roll okay come on mandarin where are you there we go are you serious damn that's embarrassing well you're not completely fluent in it right you have i know but to open your mouth and try to speak in someone else's language and make a complete ass of yourself a so don't worry you should see me look for stuff you have to be contextualized that way you understood you understood his greeting to you um okay. and you kind of stumbled over the reply so he switches over to english uh, immediately. Bless him. thank you so much what uh can i help you find well you see we recently arrived on a boat and it was a bit of a rescue mission, and our luggage was lost. So we need outfitted with about everything for an outfit. Um, myself and my gentleman. He's looking all of you up and down. Um, and kind of just rattles off your suit sizes. Beautiful. Accurately to the three Perfect measurements. Uh, something more formal? Something casual? I want something... I, I want... 
a range. I want formal and casual. I also need some pajamas. Uh, but I would like something quite fashionable, but not so much as to make me stick out. Just as much as to make me look like I'm a man of taste in class. Are your companions capable of speech, or are you going to speak for them as well? Well, gentlemen. Oh, I am. You can choose my attire. I uh, This is a bit out of my field. This is my lawyer. He's not terribly comfortable with clothing, and we would definitely like to see him outfitted in something more practical, very smart. Um, and again, he needs a full wardrobe. And I then don't need that much, just one or two. You need a full wardrobe. <laughs> I have clothes coming in. I... I just, you never know. I just lost an entire suitcase to an occult encounter. When you close. Is Rocco um, still wearing his uh, ship's captain's hat? Yes, he wouldn't have taken it off. And this gentleman again. Ro Rocco blissfully is unaware of the side eye that he's receiving. I'm afraid we don't have any sailor outfits. It's fine. He. Oh, oh no! I, I, this, this, oh, this, this is from our, our, our last excursion. No, I am, I am no, in no need of a. Uh, uh, seafaring where um i would just not like to stick out as a sore thumb here in the orient i'd rather uh, be a little more um i don't know uh inconspicuous if you will indeed inconspicuous but still well dressed i need my gentleman to look lovely well absolutely boss he begins um setting about uh gathering um a very nice assortment for you, uh, ranging from like a f very formal looking suit to more casual uh, daily wear. All of it very, you know, crisp and uh, none of it cheap. Excellent. Um, does anybody want to like, I guess I could do like, I don't know, like a spot hidden roll or something just to see if anything really sticks out that would clue me in as to whether or not he's of any significance aside from being an excellent shopkeep. Yeah, so you'll be glancing around the shop to see if anything unusual stands out. Yeah, sure. under the guise of like, I don't know, mm -hmm. looking at clothing. Sure. So that's, I'm still not used to this layout. You don't see nope. anything unusual. Um, a, um, a, a rack of, uh, very um, sharp-looking silk ties stands out oh, to you, but uh, nothing, nothing strange, nothing occulty. Well, I can definitely say that the ties catch my attention, and I select a few of the most beautiful. Mm -hmm. Something floral, something striped, something solid, and a bow tie. You've excellent taste, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. And for you, sir, we have a rather. Uh, pedestrian assortment of uh, of suits. Ah, pedestrian. I like your style. Mm -hmm. And Michael, he he just sort of seems to um, pick out suits that like look exactly like your your standard wardrobe. Yeah, he's like right in your wheelhouse. 
beautiful. He even he even pulls out a fedora for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking such fantastic care of myself and my men. Thank you for your patronage. And he quotes you a uh, rather hefty price for the That's lot. totally fair. Um, so, do you take American bills? I suppose we can. I Deep side. That. So, I hand him over whatever and I tip him fairly generously. That's most appreciated. How much do you think it's going to be like? Out of your $300 there? Well, yeah, because I handed the girls you brought, 50 You brought, okay. So you've got 250 with you left? Um, no, I thought I took 350 Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, so I've got three now. So it's going to take like 200 bucks from you. Okay, so I'm down to 100 but that should get us through a night. All right. All right everybody has clothes. I suppose we can save toiletries and things for tomorrow when we have more time. Oh, you can stop and just pick those up on the way. Okay. Why don't we say that we meet the girls at some sort of emporium like that? Hmm? Is that fair with everybody else? <laughs> I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> Rocco. <laughs> Just sending gifts in Discord. Sorry, gang. <laughs> yep. Rocco bought an orange tux. <laughs> Why would you be wearing that? No, he's Gosh. rocking. The, that's a pedestrian look. Thank you. <laughs> he got pedestrian clothes. That's a pedestrian look. Just to explain to everyone listening, the first one was <laughs> Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber in the orange tux with the terrible hat and just awful look. The second one is a gif of a man running across in pink pants and a dark blue shirt with a light blue jacket, a red hat, and a backpack just like bopping along, crossing a crosswalk. To all of our blind listeners, we thank you very much for hanging time with us. <laughs> Nobody can see it in the podcast. Wow. <laughs> it's true. Tim is upset by our lack of vision. <laughs> all right, so you, with uh, with all of your new clothing purchases, uh, you all meet out, um, you know, by a little sort of grocer-type shop and gather whatever toiletries you're missing. Beautiful, thank you. Let's so do you want what, 10? Hmm? How much for that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, depending on Sure, sure. Well, the girls... You can pay for that out of the money you had left over since she took half off. Yep. Perfect. So, what was that? <laughs> Absolutely, Matina. <laughs> what? what are you holding up to her? Treats. Oh. Very nice. It's a silly kind of night, guys. Devin's dying. <laughs> Call Cthulhu and cats. That's what I show up for. Honestly. I mean, also the tuna is apparently kneeling on command. Like, that's pretty freaking precious. Sorry. It's, I mean, what? So I've got gonna... my friend who's watching us texting me going, Luna, sing to me. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so are you, are you going to be carrying your purchases around the, uh, no, around the city? No, take them back to the to... hotel. 
I was going to say, are we done shopping? Yeah. We're done. Take him back to the hotel and then we'll go back out and go. Once you've all freshened up, got your makeup on, whatnot. Okay. Because shops. I don't have makeup. We bought the toiletries and things. Yeah, you've stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have everything that we need to look exactly how we need to look, regardless of what anything happens. I have us covered. It's very important to me. So as Understood. As you enter the hotel lobby and you're headed uh, up to your rooms, the, the desk clerk um, sort of waves you over and says, um, because you checked in under your real names at the hotel. Um, she says, um, Miss Elaine, a telegram arrived for you. Oh? And uh, and she hands it to you. It's in an envelope. Thank you. I'll, I will open it in my room. So do you all go to Elaine's room? Do you go to your own rooms? Well, oh. you have two rooms. Who am I rooming with? You are with the girls. I figured. All right. Well, obviously, I go to Elaine's room then. Yeah. Okay. I love how it's the girls' room, but it's Elaine's room. <laughs> we know where the party is. <laughs> um. Before we go up, do you have any champagne? We do not have any in-house, but we can have some brought in for you. If do you have champagne. any liquor? Yes, a regional drink. There's, regional drink? There's, there's no bar here, but we can we could bring it in if you're ordering it. Sure. Sure. Yeah, that would be fabulous. Okay. Thank you. Whatever bill, you recommend. Bill it to your room. Yeah, whatever is your favorite. I want to. I'm going to try what you would drink. Okay. Bless her heart. Something local. It doesn't have to be what you would drink. Just whatever would be recommended by the locals. I'll ask around. Ah, bless your heart. Thank you. Thank you. I'll pass a Mexican silver dollar over the counter. Oh, thank you. I'll wink at her and then I'll walk away. She's perplexed. That's how I like my women. <laughs> okay, so obviously we go upstairs and I immediately start picking through my clothes, like looking at my little items. Oh, I obviously got Dolores a pink dress. Thank you. Something gorgeous, I am sure. Uh, Michael yeah. Rocco, do you go to your room or do you go? Well, we're told about the, the thing, right? So, the telegram. Drop your stuff off. Come to the bedroom. Yes, you're told about it. Yeah, we'll... We will come to witness the telegram, I guess, right? All right, before you drop your stuff off. What does the telegram say? I will open it, unfold it, and begin reading. Mm -hmm. And it says, E, understood you tried to reach me. We'll call 9 p.m. LF. Man, I'm so glad we came back. No kidding. What time is it? Is it nine? If you recall, um, last session, you tried to call the professor, and the mm -hmm. international call did not go through. 
Right. They asked if you wanted them to keep trying to call, and you never really gave them an answer. Understood. Okay. Um, it is, let's see. What does was, LM stand for? LF. Oh, LF. Who's LF? Finch. Professor Finch. Okay, Lionel thank Finch. you. Lionel Finch. Okay. It's <laughs> been a while. It's been mm -hmm. a while. God damn it. <laughs> so it's uh, it's probably getting on close to nine o'clock by now because it was around seven when you left the uh, the tea room. Did he mention a time zone or just said nine? I assume he's calling our nine p.m. Uh -huh. Well, we'll wait by the phone, I guess. Wait for our drinks. I'm like doing a a subtle beat on my face to coordinate with my nicer of my suits not the nicest something for going out i'm gonna put some makeup on as well while we wait mm -hmm. so you're all just going to wait for the phone call mm -hmm. okay nine o'clock comes Lydia's along gonna... oh go ahead lydia's gonna do what oh I was... she's just fussing around never mind she's I think probably she is sort of looking through the possessions that she does have on her person that she left the boat with and kind of reassembling them into what would be most useful for the evening. Mm -hmm. I finish doing my makeup and grab you by the wrist, pull you up, and force you to have <laughs> makeup put on too. Nothing crazy, a little rouge. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, I'm a big man. Like, <laughs> chin, like. Make a strength roll. Make a pose oh, yeah. strength rolls. <laughs> Do it. Fight, fight. Oh my god. Oh, Amara, make a strength oh, roll. Uh, Devin, really make trying. a dexterity roll. There it is. This is just this comical thing going <laughs> on in the background. <laughs> Your strength is 40? Yeah, I don't know why it's so low. I can't remember. Don't matter fighting me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm delicate. I don't know. I'm I'm ripped. It's the wiry like ones you gotta look out for. So the makeup goes on. Mm. She looks gorgeous, too. I try to be as gentle as possible so you're as comfortable as possible. I just love the, 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 the vignette of, like, Elaine sitting there waiting by the phone and it's all just going on in the background. <laughs> I was going to say maybe I put a couple of curlers in your hair, but then oh, I like your yeah. idea oh, no. <laughs> What are Rocco? Like Rocco's looking at Michael and he's like, do you think this is silk? It feels like silk. It's like something they should have around here. <laughs> I love you, Rocco. God, you all look so good. I feel loose. I feel breezy. It's an interesting feeling feel not wearing overalls. Are you wearing I like... my silk robe I just bought? Oh, is that what this is? <laughs> I thought this was mine. Is it so revealing? Oh, dear. That is mine, Why Rocco. I thought this was my new clothes. It was like the same box. Out. I was, I was, I'm sorry. Did you buy a robe? No, I, I don't know what I bought. Or you don't what, know what you bought. The boss bought the clothes. I don't know. I have to go be a mom. I'll be back in a little bit. 
Boss, where are my clothes at? <laughs> I thought these were it. It looked it's such a nice box. Well, they're a nice box because they're from Lilith's Boutique, which, speaking of... The Lilith's Boutique? You don't say. Great, great lady. Is she? Great lady, yeah. Uh, she's got her, her uh, a little club that she goes to. Oh, you mean Lodge. Sacco and her friends. Is it that, the club? No. What? Okay, never mind. Anyway, it's it's um a club for intellectuals. I see. I don't Very know if we should bring you, Rocco. I don't think I need to go. Good. I don't I'm think glad. you'd like it there. Y'all can just Amara keep going until the water comes go. back. <laughs> when she said she would be a mom, I thought she was referring to having to go and talk to the boys in their room. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, right, right. Her real child. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not a game yes. mom. Although she is sometimes a game mom. She does play the game mom frequently. Mm -hmm. Feel free to keep the shenanigans going until she comes back. You guys keep arguing about clothes. I'm, so she, anyway, Lydia this is, is very adorable, tightly cut. But like a, like a cat who just had a bath. She's very mad. But she... Hey, like there's a, a little bit Diaries must. moment, though. You know, Michael, what are you doing? More shenanigans. What am I doing? I'm just waiting, I guess. <laughs> just standing around watching. What are you hoping the professor's got to say to us, Mike? Well, we wanted to reach out to him and let him know about Dolores, right? Well, yeah, there's that and also the fact that he may or may not have heard about our ship being evacuated. Considering he did have some other uh, confidants on the ship, if, if I'm not very much mistaken. He did not have other confidants on the ship. We were the he, it. We were the only ones. Okay, got it. Well, he must be worried about us. Poor guy. And if nothing else, we should maybe tell him about what happened on the ship to some degree. I believe we ought to. He'll not be very surprised, I think. Um, no, I, there will be an amount of surprise. You think he ever gets lonely living in that giant mountain underground? Just one big giant facility. That place is crazy. I hated it. He has staff. I, I know, but like... He manage it on his own. I know, but do you think his staff is always around to ask him if he's had a good day or get him a cup of tea or something? He had a receptionist. Well, that's not like, you know, a friend is all I'm saying. That's a receptionist. Receptionists literally check in on you and bring you a cup of tea, Rocco. Is that what they do? I thought uh, that name. No, oh, that name got that's me. I, I, I had no, I, I had no idea part of what they do. Oh, I see. I thought they just received people, as in receptionist to receive. I think that's. I you know. I I've never had one, so I've really not understood how that works exactly. Okay. But yeah, these clothes are really soft, incredibly soft. <laughs> Let me see what you got. I mean, I'm wearing your clothes, and I I I'll have to make haste back to my room in order to change. But you'll have to lend me the robe, otherwise I'll be naked. Or you could just put your other clothes back on. Yeah, when did, why did you take, how, when did you do that? 
Yeah, everybody, when did you take your clothes off? Everybody was talking, and the moment that the girls got into a tussle and they started doing things, I thought, hey, I want to get in on the excitement, and thus I changed. But I just thought that it was going to be my new nice clothes. I was caught up in the moment, okay? It's not my, I mean, it was not my intention to cause a scene or to wear your nice, very clean, very soft silken robe, but um, I well, It's did. my silken robe. Yeah, it is. I don't wish to have you all over it. Oh, well, pardon me. Let me find <laughs> myself to the water closet and I will change. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Now you're modest. <laughs> yeah, you just like changed in front of everybody. No Quick one... change while there was a, a kerfuffle. Thank you. There was enough going on. There was a dex check versus a fucking strength check. That is a commotion. That is a kerfuffle. God, it's the best background animation. You know it is. <laughs> oh, dude, it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, just shirt goes up, pants go down, robe flashes on. That's it. Yeah. Did anybody see that in the background? That was really subtle. <laughs> Roll a stealth check. Yeah. <laughs> see if I get away with it. Still not fumbling around. Oh, you, you don't off. have to. I'm not the. No, you're not the DM. You're not the. You're not the secret keeper. I don't need to listen to what you have to say. I was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Rocco's gonna hand you back your robe. There you go. Thanks. Um, eventually, a bottle of of champagne is brought up to the room. Um, oh, thank you. It's like fairly good quality champagne. I was looking forward to this. You don't have champagne glasses, though. You just have like your. Do standard I have any glasses? Hotel room glasses. Yeah. It's fine. It's either that or straight from the bottle. Yeah. Took the words right out of my brain. We're not above that. Mm -mm. Champagne? 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 Yep. Don't mind if I do. There's nothing else going mm -hmm. on, and I'm already trust. Michael? First night, new country? <laughs> Social lubrication? Um. I don't need it. Okay. Dolores? Yes. Cool. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't lose us. Um, so Rocco tried on Elaine's uh, uh, robe and finally changed out of it. Um, and the champagne was delivered. And um, it ends up being probably... Um, about quarter after nine before your the phone in your room rings. So you, you're probably kind of anxious at this point. You've been sitting there laying, staring at the phone, just waiting for this phone call to come in. And it wasn't coming and it wasn't coming. But the champagne helped, I'm sure. But the oh, phone yeah. rings. Hello? So on the other end, you hear... Hello? Elaine! Yes. International connection. I mean, it's Professor Finch. I Hi, Professor Finch. Understand that you made the attempt to uh, to, to reach me earlier, and uh, thought I'd, I'd give you a call back. And uh, I'm I'm in transit to London right now. I, I understand that. Uh, hopefully, you've you've met up with uh, with Anna May, and, and she's explained things to you. <laughs> yes, anime and us are great friends. 
and we are doing swell. We've landed, and uh, we just wanted to inform you we have an extra person joining our crew named Dolores. Uh, very good. I, I trust you to uh, uh, proceed uh, as, as you know best. Pug found it. Uh, Elaine, this simply won't do. Uh, I will possibly attempt to reach you once I've got a more stable connection, but uh, just uh, uh, good to hear your voice, uh, and, and we'll check back in uh, at another time. Lovely to hear from you. Thank you so much. And the line goes dead. I don't know if you lost me in the stream or not. Did they say anything? Was that who was that the professor? It was the professor, yes. Um Is he so okay? He's fine. He's on his way to London right now and the call quality was pretty shit, so we couldn't get too many words in, but it's all right. I mean, I just informed him of the goings-on, and no new information was presented. Um, yeah. So, are we going to go to the Madame Pandora this evening, still? I think that was the plan. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Well, I'm already dressed and ready to go. Is everyone else ready? I know Rocco was just naked, so. <laughs> just... <laughs> I'm no longer naked, thank you. I'm wearing clothes. I can't believe I missed that. It was unfortunate. <laughs> Rocco, bless your heart. He wore my brand new silk robe. It oh. was an honest mistake. In there the was nude. a buckle. And he also has purple. one. See, I didn't know that was. See, I don't know. Same thing. What does yours look like? I didn't look at it. I went and got changed in my other clothes. It was dark in there. I okay. think I'm not wearing it. I don't know what the traditionary customs of clothing wearing here. Look down. Uh, what? Does it yes. look like a robe? Does it tie in the front? Oh, no, it doesn't. I don't have a belt. And that would also tie in the front, but it doesn't have a belt either. So you're not wearing a robe? No, I'm wearing pants and a shirt. Okay, cool. Very fine, very fine cotton, maybe silk. Is that rayon? I don't not know if everything here invented. is made of silk. I just—it's what I know of the place. What do you want from me? I've never been here. You ever been here before? Of course not. Rayon was invented in 1846. It's rayon. I knew it. They have rayon here. Oh, it's so beautiful. Strange textile. It's made of tree fibers, I think. I touch it just briefly. That's silk, sweetheart. We're going to oh. get nose noise complaints. Made by worms. So you're going to head out to the nightclub then? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, are Michael and Rocco leaving their clothes in your room, or are they going to deposit them in theirs? I'm going to drop my stuff off. Yeah. And um, I will change well, appropriately. When you head over into your room, Michael, make a listen roll for me. Oh, great. 
not a spot hidden roll. Nope, we'll listen. Oh, I got a heart success. heart success. Out of 42. Is Rocco with Michael or is Rocco still with the girls? Uh, I think Rocco changed and came back, so he's so he's not with Mike. Okay. Um, Michael, as you're in the room um, getting changed into one of your new suits, uh, you hear... Um, I'm... I have my own room, right? I'm not sharing it with Rocco. You are sharing. There are only two rooms. Okay. I will look around to see if I can find where that's coming from. Okay. You're going to make a spot hidden then? Sure. Uh, that's an extreme success. 12 out of Nestled in sort of under the covers and the pillow of Rocco's bed, you find a large, dark rat just kind of scurrying around in there, like turning in circles, going to make a bed for itself. In in sort of, in what? In Rocco's bedding, there's a large rat. Like, like I, it would be too big to fit in my hand or small enough to fit in my hand? It would be a handful. <laughs> it would be quite a That's handful. A rat. Uh, hey there, little guy. <laughs> I will slowly walk towards it. It does it seem to be like reacting to me at all? It looks up at you and gives a little whisker twitch. I will let it sniff my finger. As you reach toward it, it scurries underneath the covers. You can still see the lump of it moving down toward the foot of the bed. There is so much mathematics going in his head right now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to look about, do I see any more evidence of rats or rats? Um, you can see, like, if you like, lift up his pillow or pull the covers back a little bit. Um, a, a lot of rat droppings in the area, but probably oh. not more than one rat would leave. You don't see any evidence of any other rats. I am going to take my blanket and I'm going to fold it up into a nice little cube and I'm going to put it on the top of a shelf and then just sort of say, I will deal with this later. <laughs> okay. You've protected your blanket. I'll, if there's like room, I'd probably put my pillow there. I wouldn't like strip the bed sheet, but sure. Uh, Rocco, you've got a little furry friend in your bed. Oh, you don't say. Oh, uh, well, he didn't. I he didn't care. ruin anything, did he? Or did it? I. I don't. Um. There was a good amount of rat droppings. Well, you know, there. That's what they do. I mean, in as long as he didn't hurt anything, I'll take care of it later. Don't you worry about it. But uh. 
as long as it's not hurting anything, I'm not going to worry about it. We got like a, a, a place to be. So we'll take care of it later. Do you want to like inform the staff? Maybe they can change your sheets. Nah, nah, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. Okay, I'm gonna like get in close. I'm like, Rocco, if you need help, you can ask me. Help? Oh yeah, I'll I'll ask you if I need it. But I don't. Thank you though. Like no one's listening right now, Rocco. Is is everything okay? Everything is fine, Michael Harris, private detective. Everything is just fine. Thank you for asking. You do not seem perturbed in the slightest. I've seen rats before. It ain't that big of a deal besides the first time in this hotel. How was I to know the room was infested with a rat? I don't know. We'll get to it. Uh, don't worry. You seem to be making light of the fact that the rat has relieved itself in your bed. I mean, it's not hurting anything. Just leave it alone. You don't even want to get a change of sheets? It's fine, Michael Harris. It's the middle of the night. It's not like they're going to run up here and do something. It's fine. Come on, let's get, let's get out of here. Come on. You're, you're putting a lot of emphasis on something that's not that big of a deal. You making not a big deal about it makes it seem like it's a bigger deal. Ah, right. Well, it's going to be fine either way, Michael Harris. We can get going now. I will break away from Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> also, I like to imagine that, like, I said that first part before I got in, like, loud enough so people heard about the rat. Lydia may have heard it, but has chosen to ignore it. I quietly okay. slip past and pick up the phone and call down. And I'm like, the gentleman in the room next to ours have seen a remnant do an issue with the rat. And I was wondering if you could come change out the bedding, perhaps a mattress. There are rat droppings. Oh, 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 deepest apologies. Uh, we, we have a very strict vermin control systems here in place. We... We, this is not a common a issue, city. I assure you. It's a port city. Yeah, Sometimes you. things happen. Do not worry about it. Yes, Just yes, please we'll... see to it that things are cleaned and determine if there are any more vermin issues. We will send someone right up to deeply appreciate it. To kill Thank the you. vermin and remove it and, and, and change your sheets, I assure you. Good luck. <laughs> like how it was killed is going to <laughs> I mean, that's what yeah, that is how people would treat it. Yeah. I mean, even still now, like a lot of people wouldn't like take a very uh, humane approach to removing a rodent. About go I take spiders outside. Oh boy. So you're heading boy, out oh to boy. the club? Yeah, let's finally do something. <clears throat> okay. Um, as you as you head downstairs, you are passed um, on the stairwell by uh, a janitor, a fellow in very grubby clothing, coming up. 
uh, carrying a long-handled broom and a hammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lydia is very sus of this if she catches the visual of this man like walking up towards our room armed with such vestments. She, uh... She walked back there. You, Lisa, you, can I help you? He sort of grunts at you and says something in Mandarin. Mm. Rocco takes the opportunity to see that she's interacting with him and, and scoots by back to the room. Rock, Lydia sees <laughs> Rocco scoot back into the room and mm -hmm. disengages with the gentleman <laughs> with the hammer. Sorry. Rocco back into our room? Yes, yes, I believe that's just what okay. happened. Okay, so the man <clears throat> disengages with you and then uh, heads to the room walk Rocco just went into, uh, knocks on the door, taps on it lightly with the hammer, so it's louder than a, a normal knock would be. Rocco oh opens the door and says, Oh, hello, you're, you're here about the rat problem. Well, I'll have you know that I've taken care of it, but if you'd like to check it out, please go right ahead. Right, and he mumbles something in, in Mandarin and comes in and he's looking around the room and he looks at you and he like shrugs. Mm -hmm. Good enough, right? He's like <laughs> he's like pointing with the broom and he takes the hammer and he's like <laughs> Yeah, I, I would have done that too if there was a problem here, but this not. But thank you. <laughs> and he speak English. He shrugs. Rocco's, Rocco's just speaking to him normally and being friendly. Leaves the room, kind of turning around and looking around, but Rocco gives him. I'm so peeved. Like, I'm not going to intervene, but like, god damn it, Rocco. That's nasty. Hey, Doris, which way You're is this? Is, is that Pandora Club I mean... again? Where are we going? Where are we going, guys? <sighs> hey, the night is young. So the streets are bustling. Um, a lot of traffic, a lot of automobile traffic. There are streetcars. Um, there are like uh, rickshaws being pulled along. Um, the nightlife here is is pretty hopping. Um, and you make your way across the blocks into the nightclub district, really. And Madame Pandora's is not hard to find. Um, the exterior is just glowing neon. Um, actually, a couple of small spotlights up on the <clears throat> the awning area, um, brightly lit, brand new, sparkling, just gorgeous. And there's quite a crowd uh, outside, people heading in and out. Do you all go in together? Do we want to all go in together or sort of trickle in so we don't look like we're a group? Um, trickle in. All right. It's easy enough um, to sort of blend in with, with the crowd. Cool. Good enough. Uh, the clientele appears gonna... to be like a very upscale. A lot of businessmen. Um, a lot of oh, very glamorously dressed ladies. What were you going to say? I'm going to sort of... I was just going to keep close to Elaine um, as her as her manager. Mm-hmm. As you get inside, the you know the, the place is is glowing. It's a lot of chrome, a lot of glass, um, a lot of colored spotlights. 
the your glasses clinking there is um, a faint haze of smoke in the air um, there's a band playing some swing jazz music um, the uh, the stage area right in the center of the place is just as anime described it's uh, it's got um, it's like highly polished onyx uh, stone floor with almost glowing um, uh, cryptic looking runes drawn around a single pedestal which now holds a mirror ball um, and of course you know spotlights are being shown on it and uh, there are little specks of light everywhere um, over to the right of the stage there's sort of a curving staircase that goes up to a balcony area where you can see a couple of doors up there and then over to the left is a long bar uh, where there are quite a few people seated and a lot of people standing around. Uh, there are tables um, on the floor, people seated, people mingling. It seems to be a very popular uh, place with the with the upscale clientele. Renee is doing her absolute best to look as important as possible um, and is going to walk over towards the bar and um, order herself a drink. One question. They did no check of our bodies coming in. We could just like walk in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I probably would have brought a firearm with me. Mm -hmm. Just saying that. Yeah, Lydia has a couple of things. I know a lot more of you are more gun happy than he is, but he would have been, he would have brought one to this because sure. he typically, he doesn't bring it unless he thinks he needs it. So, oh, really? Okay. I assumed you, I mean, I generally assume that you've all got a handgun on you. Mm -hmm. I yep. mean, most he, of the time. He did not carry the handgun a lot of the time on the cruise. On the cruise, right. he didn't, right. Yeah. So, even though it seemed everyone else did, <laughs> he was like the one person who was like, I'm not going to carry it all the time. So, all right. Who start? You start Why a fight. Why are you brawling? Not me. Not me. Not me. Boots. We just Haley. got here. Ballroom blitz. blitz. I assume Elaine has her devices on her as well. Yeah, she's got her devices. She's got a switchblade. Her handgun. Okay. She's got a big purse. You know I stay strapped. I've just got my holster with my guns. Her switchblade. Obviously, here. you know. Were there like have we seen like muscle at all here? Like, were there bouncers at the entrance? And there were no bouncers at the entrance. Like, it it didn't look like, you know, um, like the the clients were being filtered out as they came in or anything. There wasn't mm -hmm. like a line with a bouncer only letting certain people in. Um, but does it look like that there are? They definitely have security. They're okay. over by the uh, the stairwell, the curving stairwell. Um, there is a big beefy fella standing at the bottom just watching everyone with a scowl on his face and it lands at the bar ordering a drink um the uh, the bartender is a young good-looking chinese dude in his 20s you know uh got a crisp white shirt and a nice black tie he's like hey how's it going can i uh can i get you something he clearly yeah, recognized whatever. You as, as american Thank you. Uh, whatever you'd recommend. Uh, Cosmo? Sure. All right. So he's, you know, doing little fancy flips with the bottles and stuff. And 
serves it right up to you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll hand over some silver dollars. All right. Uh, you in town for the, just you here for the show? You, uh, you, you out on the night on the town? We are just here to explore. Just got off of a cruise. A cruise? Fancy. Well, hope you enjoy. We, uh, we, we put on quite a show here as well. Uh, the show for mm-hmm. what's what show is going on this evening? Oh, you don't know about Lung Hua. Very, very popular local entertainer. You're gonna, oh, enjoy yeah, uh huh. Oh, wonderful. What time does that start? Uh, they'll be coming on half hour or so. Fabulous, fabulous. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you for the information. Great show. Absolutely, yeah. Great. Well, uh, I'll probably be back. Oh, good. You want me to open a tab for you? Sure. Why uh, not? So he takes takes your name. Can yeah. I get a martini as well? Actually. You got it. Dirty. Absolutely. <laughs> Serves it right up to you. Thank you. I'll walk over and give Lydia the Cosmo. I don't know. He recommended it to me and I made an impulse decision. It's sweet. Fine. You can have it. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. She just downs it in one go and is like, fine. There, it's done. Alcohol is going to do its work. Thank you. All right. Cool. I'll look for an empty a waiter with an empty tray and just plop it down on it. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, so we're here. Yeah, we sure made it. Okay. Um, Do I have eyes on uh, Rocco and yeah, our other folks? Michael, Dolores. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing. They're not next to us, right? Because we're trying to stay separate. We're like milling about. I'm Um, like leaning in and whispering to Michael occasionally like, who do we talk to? Where do we go? Do we get a badge? I'd probably be on the look because we were given a physical description Mm -hmm. of John, right? Mm -hmm. So I would probably like be keeping an eye out for him. Sure. Um, You spot him actually pretty easily or you believe you do anyway at the corner of the bar sort of opposite where elaine was just talking to the bartender uh there sits a fellow that looks to be you know uh um, 60s ish english looking gentleman kind of very very uh glum looking down into his glass with um a half empty bottle beside him really not paying attention to any of the goings on around him. So oh I'm speaking, you know, not loudly, but not quietly about mundane things like, oh, you know, we went to see the, the tailor today. Maybe we can go check out another place tomorrow. Uh, just like very generic conversation as we move towards the bar. And um, I like bump into him as like a you know oh i'm so sorry i didn't mean to bump into you (laughs) like 
Are you okay? <laughs> not, not at all. Don't, <clears throat> don't think a thing of it, uh, my, my good fellow. It's all, it's all well and good. Oh, an Englishman. I see. I see. Mm. American, I, I see. I absolutely so, am, sir. Well, God, God bless America. And I, I call over and ask for a drink and match him a shot and say, God save the queen. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> I'm, so, John, I'm just kind of like, oh, go on. I'm sorry. John Drummond. John, pleasure, pleasure to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you, too. Um, I am Theo Please Ellis. Sit. Oh, absolutely. There's uh, no one, no one sitting near me, obviously. Keaton, why don't you have a seat with us? I know that uh, you don't drink. But... Keaton, this is an excellent name. He's an excellent man. Uh, I will make a show of like leaning over in a very obvious way and whisper in the way that like it's easy for him to overhear, and I'll say, "John, I believe that was the individual that had the box that we heard about." You were interested in that, were you not? Oh, oh my goodness. The same John? His eyes Maybe. are very glassy. Um, certainly perk up at the mention of his name in the box. Okay. I peek over and I'm like, are you John so-and-so? I can't remember his last name Drummond. already. Drummond. <laughs> I, I believe I just introduced myself, but yes. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you gotta make sure it's the same John. You know, it's a common name. You never know. I am. Um, oh, go on, sir. Please, no, go ahead. Um, I am a collector of curiosities and other such things, and I had heard when we landed here um, after my pleasure cruise that there was a Pandora's box. I was wondering if I could inquire about purchasing it. It's, it's just my luck, of course. Of course you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Is there something the wrong? Yeah, I don't know why we're laughing. How, how, did, you, how did you hear about the, the box, may I ask? Word of mouth oh. on the street. I have a keen ear, and I like to listen when I think there might be something to be gained. Of course. Well, here's the thing: is is it's all uh, great uh, unfortunateness. Uh, so the 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 box is not currently uh, in my in in my possession. I fear. Uh, it, I've been looking for someone just just like yourself. Well, mind you, uh, I, I I do have a number of pending offers uh, uh, for it. Um, but uh, it's not, it's, it's currently uh, whereabouts unknown. That doesn't have anything to do with your dejected manner, does it? Mm, well, I mean, put it on top of the heap, as it were, right? I mean, just, just pile, pile it on. Where, what's, what's ever gone right for me? Really? I reach over, grab his bottle, grab his shot glass pour myself yeah, one yeah, now. shoot it call over for another bottle pour Jeez. him one hand it over i'm here to listen to your sorrows sir 
You Americans are cheeky. Cheeky. Absolutely. Very well. Well, I just remember the Alamo. <laughs> you know, to the colonizers. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, if you want to drink to Britannia as well, then yes, we shall. <laughs> so, so, um, here's the thing you see, the, the box uh, has recently been stolen. Mm. Uh, I brought it here to sh show it. Show it off, you know, in the hopes of uh, getting some bidders for it. And uh, as I said, I've, I've, I have a number of offers on the table, uh, six-figure offers, mind you. And uh, it's it it was it it it's gone. Oh goodness! Yeah. Do you have any idea what's happened to it? I really no. i I don't have a modest bank account, and I do have a love of interesting things. And honestly, the fact that it's been stolen makes me want it more. I'd be willing to help you find it. You, you would, would you? I absolutely would. What, how would you go about doing that? The, you I see, the, the, poli the police have absolutely no interest. Uh, well, was, police seldom do. It was... Um, <laughs> It was it was it, it was on display here, and uh, lovely, lovely Madame Pandora uh, uh, offered offered to, to sort of combine uh, my endeavour with the opening of a nightclub, and and it was put in the safe, and the fellow, the American, well, the American fellow, uh, the the police concluded that he made off with it. Um, would you know how to, how to how to track him down? I mean, I assume that's what happened. They they don't seem to care any further. They certainly don't care about my plight. Was he an American fellow of class, or did he reek of new money? <clears throat> well, you know the, uh, the rumors about him are rampant. Of course, that he uh, mob connections. Uh, I've heard that uh, uh, he was he had a falling out with the mob, perhaps was on the run. <laughs> from and what was his name again? <clears throat> Vern, Vern Bailey. Vern mm. Bailey. Mm. Mob connections, huh? That's what uh, that's what they say. I don't know. How did you get acquainted with him? With Bailey? Yeah. I don't know Bailey for all. Oh, well, uh, you know, a hole in the floor. I don't know. Uh, I see. I have uh, Madame Pandora for one that approached me to display the box. She approached you? Mm -hmm. Yes, a lovely sight of what is it. So, did she connect you with Bailey? Apparently, they're business partners. Oh. Partial owner of the, of the club and so forth. I see. Mm -hmm. hmm. I pour another shot for. Oh, God bless you. Is the lady amenable to us maybe approaching her and discussing it? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen her yet this evening. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to catch a glimpse. You, you okay? Um, Ken! And he bangs the bar. Ken, come over! Uh, the bartender comes over and kind of gives you both like a little smirk and a wink. Uh, 
Yes, Mr. Drummond. Another bottle? No, 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 Ken. Uh, my, my good friends here uh, wish, wish to speak to uh, your em, em, employer lady. And uh, is, is, is she available, perhaps? Oh, well, Mr. Drummond, you know, she's, uh, she's very busy. Um, I can ask. Uh, let me get, uh, let me get uh, uh, Mr. Chan over and uh, he can help you. Oh, dear God, not Chan. No. But um, uh, Ken is a, has turned. So part of Dolores' backstory, obviously, is Prohibition. I had mob ties in Chicago. Is that a name that I would possibly know? Vern Bailey. Yeah. Make a um, a no roll, which is an education roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still scrolling, trying to find. It's, it's at the it's top. It's part of the stats. Oh. Um. Given that I'm also a private investigator, could I oh, make shoot. a check too? Help. Mm-hmm. Hard success, though. You can't. That okay. Oh. oh, a two out of seventy for me. Mm-hmm. Man, he must be in big trouble. <laughs> in connection with um, gang ties, you know, Chicago uh, Capone type ties. Um, you have not heard the name Vern Bailey. Mm-hmm. Either of you. Okay. I lean over like quietly to Michael and I'm like, remind me to make a couple of phone calls when we get back to the hotel. Okay. I, uh, I reach over and I clap our good friend on the back and I say, Do you have any contact information? Uh, For myself? Yes, sir. If we're going to help you find the box, I don't know how to get a hold of you. Uh, um, Yes, yes. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Uh, And he, um, pulls a pen out of his coat and, and he writes on a napkin um, where he's staying okay, and perfect. the number of his room. Perfect. <laughs> Alright, I fold that up and I tuck it in my pocket and I glance over at Michael and I'm like, are we good? May I, may I ask you? Uh, yes, sir? You know, just as a, as, a, as a point of reference, what, uh, what, what sort of uh, ballpark are, are you thinking of uh, uh, as far as acquisition, tell me your highest bid. Well, you know, as I said, I've got a number of, uh, of bids on the you table. Said six figures. There's Indeed. a big difference Indeed. between one hundred thousand and nine hundred thousand. Well, um, and he's trying to gauge your interest, even though he can barely, you know, yeah. focus on your face. Psychology check to see if I think he's like. Yes. Sitting up about that? Yes, I was going to ask for that too, actually. Okay. I got another extreme oh. success. Yeah, he's, he's, he's bullshitting you. You, <laughs> you. you can read pretty well. He's just trying to up the... Yeah, up the I will, I, I will like kind of motion Dolores like on the side so he can't see like he's 
like I'll make it obvious to you that I think he's bullshitting us. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not at liberty to reveal uh, other, other, where we're at, but I, as far as you know, helping you get a, a, an idea, uh, is, is you know mid to upper, mid to upper six figures. I side eye real hard, and I'm like. Even oh, if I don't feel comfortable matching the offer, I am still more than happy to help you find the box. But I will like to see your offers in writing because, frankly, that's bad business. Well, and speaking from my side of the view, I think we should assess the object before we start making offers ourselves, too. So, Frankly, there's a big difference between something that's rumored to be Pandora's box and something that is Pandora's box. Well, you see, it's not the same thing. I feel the same way. And uh, there was a young lady that came in who was supposed to assist me in that, but when the the box went missing, um, there really wasn't much else for her to do. I love a young lady, though. Quite, quite, quite sweet. Very nice. I see. I see. Maybe we'll run into her in the process. Quite possibly. She comes in every now and then and just checks checks in with me. Apparently she works at at the museum. I see. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's it's the one thing I will tell you, the one thing I forbade her to do, even though she never really got her hands on the box to look at it was to open it like no one must open this this, this box well, i uh i've heard the rumors about pandora's box otherwise i wouldn't be so interested and how? i am not <laughs> foolhardy enough to open it at the moment how long have you had the box yeah frankly and do you know from experience why you shouldn't open the box well it's just bad form really i, I think oh. it's just, you know such oh. a thing uh, those things are left best, best left not tampered with. I think it's, the boxes came into my possession when uh, a distant cousin of mine, who who, who owned the box, fell into uh, misfortune. I'm sorry about your family's misfortune, sir. Thank you. To so your family, and I pour him another shot. Uh, I pretend uh, to take a shot of mine. Or the the fan family. <laughs> Bless your heart. Yes, his uh, his estate in Devonshire, uh, stone wall collapsed on him one day. It crushed him. Good lord. Yes, yes. I didn't. I didn't know him, but for you know, one from means to another, the box came down to me. <sighs> well, sir, I will reach out to you when I have a little more information, and. Uh... You see, a, you see a tear like leak out of his eye and trickle down his. I cheek. just reach over very gently and I wipe it, <laughs> just like poor Bless fella. Bless you, son. I like rub his back a little bit. We'll be in contact, sir. I do need to go over and watch this show, though. I'm quite interested. My wife, my wife passed recently, you know. I'm so sorry to hear that, sir. I really am. Unfortunately, I do need to be going. We will absolutely speak more on it later. Yes, yes, you, yes. Clap him on the back again. (laughs) (laughs) Turn with Michael and move away. As you turn, the uh, the bartender has flagged over um, uh, a stocky um, Chinese gentleman who stands right in front of you and looks very unhappy. 
and barks something at you in Mandarin. Uh, do I need to roll to know if I understand him? Um, if you want to communicate back, we want to see how, how well that sure. will flow. Yeah, may as well just to be safe. You can roll. There we go. That's success. Yeah, nice. that's the second one. Yes. So basically, he said to you, What do you want? I'm very busy. I want to help you find the box. We want to talk to Pandora. Oh, yeah, duh. That's what we wanted to. Yeah, sorry. Box. We want to talk to Pandora, please. I'm looking for no box. She is busier than I am. Good to know. I'll wait patiently for her then. Mm. And I'll let you get back to your business. Buy drinks. Any turns? I already have, sir. Uh, what did he say? He said he's a busy man and she's busier. He can't get her right now. And then he gruffly told us to buy drinks, to which I reassured him we already had and let him off on his business because, frankly, I don't want to upset the man. Well, did we at least establish a a time frame or something? Or no, was that he was very it? closed off. So I'm were sorry, we not I didn't supposed think to talk to ask. You, him about setting up a meeting? Uh, he didn't. I Amara forgot to ask. <laughs> at that, the lights come down and spotlights shine on the mirror ball. And a long symbol roll um, opens up into uh, a very sultry rendition of stormy weather. And um, oh, my laptop went to sleep on. Oh no. I feel like stormy weather is a song that follows us from scenario to scenario. It's <laughs> not the first time I've heard that. Stormy weather. It's on brand. And it is, but it played at like the hurricane place. It played on the boat, and here it is now. I'm starting to think it's haunted. I think uh, sh Elaine sang it a couple times too. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that. So it's Haley's fault. <laughs> I did not <laughs> say that, Jonathan. And if you look uh, on roll twenty, there, this very glamorously dressed performer comes wow. striding out um, as the spotlights are trained on them and begins singing um, in, in a mix of uh, Mandarin and English back and forth, um, a very sultry rendition of stormy weather. And when the, uh, when the song comes to a close, the, the crowd is, is like on their feet applauding. Um, and they, they come down off the stage and actually stride over toward the bar as um, the customers are like clamoring around them, trying to, uh, to get their attention, but they just sort of brush everyone off. Mm -hmm. Last act. Um, is there any way we can subtly go over and greet the girls? It's up to you. Let's just go do like a quick touch base. Do we want to let other people maybe have a chance to talk to? John. Oh, duh, yeah. I was just gonna get it, like, let them know what he told me. I hate to do this, but I kind of would like to call it now, if that's okay. Mm -hmm. I kind of need to, too. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's time anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no worries. We'll uh, leave it right there, and uh, you can um, pick I'm it up the next time. I've got a chance to talk to John tonight, so. <laughs> John, didn't you need to talk to John? No. You can uh, talk to John tomorrow. Or yeah. next Cthulhu. All right, so we'll be back on Monday with Descent into Avernus, session 93. And we might have Silent 3 next week, but we have something going on on Wednesday, maybe. Something very special. Yay. Public or not. Woo. We'll see. Bye, okay. guys. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Guys. Good night. Bye.